Welcome to the Global Supply Chain Week. Today we are joined by Alex Winston, president of Expedite All and Reefer Van Network. How are you today, Alex? Thanks for joining us on this summit. I am doing great, Mary. Excited to see you again and excited to be here. So um, it's good. Good day. I, I mean, you know, it's kind of hard to have a bad day when you just have nothing but a bunch of content about all aspects of this global supply chain. So, you know, it's going to be a good day. Speaking of some good day, um, let's get some background real quick. Let everyone know kind of where did you start at Expedite All and just like a little rundown of how you got here. So, yeah, I actually started uh, started at the beginning, right? So I was with the company at the founding. I am basically a, a co-founder, if you want to put it that way, because we had a team, so I don't call myself the founder. But yeah, I, I'm the initial president of the company. So I was there from the very beginning. Um, my background before that um, was uh, my logistics ex exposure was as a general counsel, as an attorney, right? And so I came from corporate law, um, used to help buy and sell companies, including logistics companies. Um, then I became general counsel at a software company. And now I am president at a logistics company. And, and my software background is uh, is helpful in some of the tech aspects of what we do um, in trying to make uh, brokerage operations more digital. So basically, you're everybody's best friend being the legal counsel at a logistics company. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, you know, it's not always your best day when you get to talk to the lawyer, but um, <laughs> but we have we have value, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> you guys serve a very, very, very important purpose. Um, speaking of very important purposes, um, auto parts, they uh, can be either giant pieces of engine or tiny little screws that you'll inevitably lose when you go to just make one quick repair. Um, so how do you guys kind of even begin to start knowing where to ship on some of that? Because, you know, you'll have such shipping challenges um, that come with, you can't just say like, oh, we ship auto parts, but it could be something to like a bumper or to like a screw. So kind of what challenges come with that? Yeah. So I mean, the biggest challenge, I think, with auto parts is always speed. Um, a lot of times um, when an auto part is needed, it, it's needed fast, right? And so regardless of what it is, it needs to move quickly. And so I think, you know, really the expedite industry kind of grew out of the need of the auto parts industry, right? And so when we talk about expedite or small truckload or dedicated fast, smaller loads, right? Um, whatever you want to call it, we call it small truckload, but um, you're talking about um, about products that need to move very quickly from uh, either a DC or a manufacturer to um, their endpoint. So you don't want to do LTL because it's too slow, right? And so the biggest challenge, I think, is just speed, having a truck there to pick up quickly and deliver quickly. Um, and that's really the niche that we're, we're filling um, as much as we possibly can. Um, so, yeah, auto parts, I think, uh, are very, very commonly needing to get quickly to the uh, to the end point. So, um, you know, STL, small truckload uh, comes in and helps with that. I think that I don't like I'm thinking about like when I've taken my car to the shop and intonated something they might not have, whether it's tires or some other random part. Usually they're like, oh, we can get it here tomorrow, maybe the next day. If it's like, if they're calling me at like 5 p.m., they're like, yeah, we can usually get it. If not tomorrow afternoon, like we'll have it first thing the next day. 
But even then, that's pretty rare to wait like a whole day. Usually they're just like, oh, it'll be here in the morning. No big deal. And I'm just like, I'm constantly amazed at how quickly they can get stuff to places because, I mean, I'm sure there's like a distributor there, but it just, it's impressive. It's impressive. Yeah, it, it is. And how it works from our end is we have over 5,000 vehicles all over the country all the time, right? And so, and a lot of those vehicles are are available on demand. So if you went to our website, for example, you can um, put in a city on our find a truck uh, function or find a truck page and see how many trucks we have right around your area and actually see where they are on the map as well, right? And so um, when you think about, oh, how does it get here so fast from maybe 300, 500 miles away, 1,000 miles away, right? Um, the, the answer is um, there's a truck nearby that needs a load and somebody grabs that truck maybe off our website. Um, maybe they call us, uh, but, um, but that's why we can move so quickly. A lot of times, you know, if it's within a certain range, we can pick up sometimes within, you know, 30 minutes to an hour of the time you're calling us, right? And go dedicated straight to wherever it needs to go, right? So same day as possible. Um, a lot of times you're limited by, if it's like in a repair shop or whatever, you're limited by when that place closes, right? So maybe next morning, but um, it's gonna it's gonna move pretty quickly, right? If we, if we need it to. So those not necessarily in the know, you kind of touched on it earlier, SDL small truck load. Um, for those not really in the know, how does this, how do small truck loads kind of seamlessly integrate into a shipper supply chain um, in ways that people might not have even realized before? Because I know you mentioned LTL is kind of slow, but what kind of niche does small truck load fill? So it's dedicated, right? Not LTL. Um, so a lot of times it's it's if you need something quickly. A lot of times it's higher value freight as well, um, where LTL carries usually a higher risk of damage because you're just doing you know cross docking, and you you can run into issues more more frequently when things are being loaded and unloaded, right? Um, so. Um, you know, it's a perfect option for certain types of goods and certain types of shipments. Um, and, you know, basically we call it small truck load because it's a lot like full truck load, but in a small truck, right? Um, and uh, we we say it's expedited or fast because we have so many trucks in our network that are everywhere all the time that if you need something quickly, we can do it quickly. If you need it scheduled, we can do that too. But um but yeah, the way we fit we fit into, um, or the way small truckload fits into your solutions is okay. I need it faster than LTL, or I'm worried about it being damaged on LTL. Um, but it's not a full truckload, right? Um, and I want a dedicated solution that's cheaper, that's fast, um, and and that um, you know will probably save you money and time. So maybe I don't have I have a couple pallets that aren't really worth of hiring an entire truck <laughs> yeah. just you know a couple trucks here and there <laughs> and you'd be i mean i don't know if you would be surprised but i think a lot of people would be surprised to learn that that there are shippers all the time um you know their broker is sending them a, a semi truck for a small dedicated load right um that can cause a lot of issues first it's not efficient right you're shipping a lot of air instead of just product right but um there's also a temptation, I think, for drivers to consolidate dedicated loads when they have a lot more room in their truck, right? Um, 
nobody's an angel. Truck drivers aren't angels, right? And if they see room for more profit, they see the ability, oh, I've got two pallets on my semi, right? And why wouldn't I just pick up another load, you know, on the way? Um, what's it going to hurt? Nobody's going to know, right? So, um, but if you're really worried about that freight and you really want to make sure that it is a dedicated vehicle, um, you can see if you're a, a truck driver, how you'd have that temptation to make maybe, you know, a thousand, two thousand extra bucks by kicking, picking up a second load in your semi, right? I cannot tell you how many times I heard and saw in a brokerage people being like, okay, like this is half of a truckload. Do not go get another half of a truckload. And their and driver's like, I won't, I won't, I won't. Sure enough, it gets to the receiver and there's a full truckload on it. And then product for one product from one shipper ends up at the wrong receiver and it's a nightmare. And you tell them up front, don't do it. But I mean, drivers are human. They're going to see an opportunity to make money. And, you know, I'm all for filling up the trucks the most that you can. Um, but sometimes it doesn't work and it's always just a headache. So it's nice, like not only like if I'm a broker trying to service my shipper, that I can take that anxiety and that stress because that means I don't have to deal with it on the back end. If I can just send it in one truck that's cheaper is less wasteful, then I'm just doing that because why would I want to bother with everything else? Yeah, exactly, Mary. And you've been a broker, you've talked to brokers, you know their struggle, right? That that shipper trusts them, right? And um and they have to trust their carrier, right? And sometimes when you give truckers too much temptation, particularly if you don't know them all that well, right? Um you're uh you're going to potentially get in trouble for it, right? Shipper Maybe the load goes perfectly smoothly, um, but shipper still finds out you lied to me. It wasn't dedicated, right? There's a seal broken. Or I've 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 heard this story before that um, you know it arrived in a different truck than the one that picked it up, right? Like <laughs> yep. a dedicated load arrived in a different truck than picked it up. Um, and uh, and sometimes with these high value goods, you know the the people who loaded it will fly over and pick it up because they've got to assemble it, right? And so they can tell if something has happened, right? So if you're a broker and you're using uh, a full semi-truck for a smaller load um, and you don't know that carrier all that well, there's you know there's a lot of risk there. And you're probably working with, um, if it's a dedicated load, you're probably working with a shipper who puts a lot of trust in you, right? I think it's, I think it's if you're working with a dedicated carrier on a, an unfamiliar dedicated carrier on a small shipment, just don't, just don't, <laughs> just yeah. don't save everyone well, the headache. And that's don't. good advice too, right? Um, and so we, and we do, we have a network of, of truckers that we use all the time, right? And so um, when I say we have 5,000 plus drivers that we use all the time, I mean, we use them all the time. They operate on our software system. We know where they are, where they live, where they're going, what they had for breakfast that morning. Um, and we can we can tell if they're lying to us, right? Um, and we don't put up with it. So if you tell us you're six hours away and you're actually all the way across the country, um, you know, we're gonna have a problem and we're probably, we, we may give you one more chance to tell us the truth, but we're probably gonna eventually not use you anymore. Cause that, um, that infamous, yeah. I'm just down the street. It's just, I'm five minutes away. Exactly. Um, and so because all those drivers are, are using our platform to operate their businesses, um, we actually can tell whether they're telling us the truth, right? We have GPS on their trucks all the time, whether they're loaded with us or not. 
So we're in 2023 and something that we've heard pretty much since the pandemic began is, uh, oh, there's a supply chain shortage or supplier out of stock or whatever. And we're starting to see that less and less, but it is still pretty common. But a lot of times I've seen that shippers just aren't really tolerating that like certain vendors and suppliers can't get them things. So, um, and consumers also aren't really putting up with the, oh, it's out of stock. It's a shortage. Sorry. Um, what do like why does the small truckload solve a lot of these problems and kind of help create and build that resilient supply chain that means that shippers aren't going to have the dreaded like oh out of stock situation um so if you are out of stock um one thing that a small truckload will offer is that speed to get you restocked quickly right and so um if that product is somewhere in the country right um we can grab it and get it right or if it's in canada central america mexico whatever we can grab it and get it right um so that's one way small truckload is is helping with that is um emergency you know uh freight right um we have the ability within our network to pick up in probably 95 plus percent of the us right within a within a few hours um and if you're in a even a somewhat well-known city right um we're going to have multiple trucks available in your town at any given time. So, um, you know, I think that small truckload is helping out with some of that. Um, I think the market in general is helping out with some of that, just the dynamics of where freight has gone in the past two years from there being no trucks available ever, right. <laughs> to, um, everybody wanting a load. Right. And so it's kind of, it's kind of gone. You've seen tender rejection rates, right. Fall, a ton in full truckload. Um, and so I think it's really the market has changed um, and we don't have as big of a problem with uh, getting goods moved. We have a bigger problem now with consumer demand and getting goods purchased, right? So um, hopefully that turns around for everyone. You know, there's no part of the economy that likes a slowdown. But, um, but yeah, to the extent there are supply chain shortages or inventory shortages or inability to get goods from point A to point B quickly, small truckload certainly helps fill that void. So it's kind of that like that bridge of like, okay, well, an entire full truckload will come, but it might take a day or two or might take a little bit to get there. But if I just need just like a little bit of a plug to like stop the, if I need a little bit of a plug to stop the dam from breaking until all the reinforcements arrive, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, that can help with that. And also, you know, if you usually use LTL, right, and you say, oh, we're, our inventory is gone quicker than we expected. We can't wait a week for LTL, right, to get more. We need to, we need to um, make our customers happy now, right? That's what they expect. So um, a lot of times you could, you could use a small truckload and say, I need it here faster than LTL can get it here. Can you get it for me at a reasonable price? And of course we can, right? And we have uh, a truck where it needs to be and going to where it needs to go. Uh, probably with it, regardless of where it is in the country within two to three days um, easily. A lot of times we're delivering same day and next day as well. I like it. I like it. You guys are the solutions to many things. Um, so we are just about out of time for today, but if someone wants to reach out to you about the benefits of small truckload or any other hot freight, hot freight opinions, where can they find you outside of the summit? So they can find me on LinkedIn, Alex Winston. I'm not hard to find there. I'm with Expedite All. I'm with 
uh, reefer van network as well, which is our refrigerated division. Um, and uh, they can also find us at expediteall.com. So reach out to me at e either of those places. Um, I'm always happy to talk uh, freight with anybody who wants to talk. Thank you so much for joining us for the summit and everybody stay tuned. We've got a great rest of uh, speakers lined up.